When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance channel. It's time to take a look at the best dividend growth stocks for the month of September. This will actually be the 13th month that I am running this watch list, which means now we have a full one year's worth of returns. Before we jump in, let's take a quick look at the results for August. The watches performed okay, picking up 1.52% last month. The 15 fairly valued and undervalued stocks almost doubled the watch's return, picking up 2.9% for the month. Our benchmark, VIG, the Vanguard Dividend Appreciation ETF, returned 1.67%. So the watch was clocked in 0.15% behind the benchmark, and the fairly valued and undervalued stocks cleaned up. SPY, the S&P 500 ETF, had an excellent month returning 2.98%. I'll dig deeper into the performance for August and the long-term returns later on. Now let's get on with the best dividend growth stocks for September. There are 8 changes from the prior month. The 8 stocks that have dropped off from last month are SS&C Technologies, Northrop Grumman, Goldman Sachs, Lockheed Martin, Viacom CBS, JP Morgan, Northern Trust, and the Bank of New York Mellon. As we go through the list of the 30 high-growth dividend stocks that did make the watchlist this month, I'll identify the new or returning stocks. Without further ado, the number one stock this month is Cintas. The stock pays a rather small dividend yield just shy of 1%, but it has an excellent payout ratio of about 14%, and a very strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 32.33%. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is about 5% overvalued, placing it inside our fair value zone. Sintas has been on the watches for 6 of the last 12 months, with a total return of 23.86%. Not a bad return in my book. Number 2 this month is Charles Schwab, also with the sub-1% dividend yield. The stock has a very attractive payout ratio of 30%, and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 24.57%. It appears to be about 6% overvalued right now. Schwab has been on the watches for 7 consecutive months now, with a total return of 42.52%. That is an excellent run for this financial stock. Number 3 this month is one of the original watches stocks, Domino's Pizza. Domino's sports a 0.73% dividend yield, and appears to be about 19% overvalued right now. Unlike the high yield dividend watches, it is very rare to find undervalued high dividend growth stocks today but that doesn't mean these stocks have stopped rewarding investors with strong total returns. Domino's has a very attractive payout ratio of 27%, and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 20.27%. Domino's has been on the watches for all of the last 12 months, with a total return of 23.86%. While it isn't the best stock on the watches, it still has a very strong total return over the past year. Number 4 this month is Lamb Research, that also offers a dividend yield just shy of 1%. The stock appears to be about 26% overvalued right now. It has a very low payout ratio of 19% and a very strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 33.3%. The company recently raised its dividend by another 15%, which is below its long-term growth rate, but still a very respectable bump. Lamb Research has been on the watches for 6 out of the last 12 months, with a total return of 28.14%, a pretty solid return from this technology firm. Number 5 this month is Applied Materials, also with a sub-1% dividend yield. They do however have an excellent payout ratio of about 16%, and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 16.54%. The stock appears to be about 48% overvalued right now. 
Applied Materials has been on the watchlist for the last 7 consecutive months, with a total return of 40.52%. And this shows you that just because a stock is overvalued, doesn't necessarily mean it can't keep going higher. Number 6 this month is United Healthcare, the first stock on the watchlist with a dividend yield over 1%. 1.39% to be exact. The stock appears to be about fairly valued right now. It has a good payout ratio of 34% and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 20.83%. United Healthcare has been on the watch list for the last 7 consecutive months with a total return of 25.69%. A pretty good run from this healthcare stock. Number 7 this month is Home Depot with a 2.02% dividend yield. Home Depot has the third highest dividend yield of all the 30 stocks on this month's watches. The stock appears to be about 4% overvalued right now, putting it right in that fair value zone. Home Depot has a solid payout ratio of 44% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 20.52%. Home Depot is one of the original watches stocks that has stayed on for all of the past 12 months. It has a total return of 17% during this period of time. While that's not a bad return, it is definitely not one of the better stocks on this list. Number 8 this month is Lowe's with a 1.56% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 4% overvalued, sitting nicely in the fair value zone. Lowe's has a great payout ratio of 25% and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 17.14%. The stock has been on the watch list for 11 of the last 12 months, with a total return of 0.73%. A pretty weak showing here from Lowe's, but I'm still optimistic the stock is a great company in the long term. Number 9 this month is Thermo Fisher Scientific, with a tiny dividend yield of 0.19%. The stock appears to be about 34% overvalued right now. It has a tiny payout ratio of about 4.5%, with an okay 5-year dividend growth rate of 7.21%. Thermo Fisher has been on the watches for the last 5 consecutive months, with a total return of 21.67%. A very respectable run from this healthcare stock. Number 10 this month is Morgan Stanley, with a 2.69% dividend yield. This is the highest yielding stock on this watchlist during September. It appears to be about 25% undervalued, which also makes it the best potential bargain on the list. Morgan Stanley has a nice payout ratio of about 19%, with a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 20.55%. The stock has been on the watchlist for 2 of the last 3 months, with a total return of 9.68%. Not a bad return for a 2-month period. Number 11 this month is Market Access Holdings, with a 0.55% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 11% overvalued right now. It has a low payout ratio of about 32%, with a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 24.57%. Market access has been on the watches for the past 7 consecutive months, with a total return of minus 11.63%, making it one of the poorest performing watches stocks. I'm optimistic it can provide better returns in the future. Number 12 this month is MSCI, with a 0.65% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 38% overvalued right now. It has a low payout ratio of about 38% and a very strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 29.56%. MSCI is another one of the original watchlist stocks, being with us for all of the last 12 months. It has a total return of 71.23%, making it the number one stock on the watchlist in terms of total return. Number 13 this month is Humana, with a 0.69% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 9.5% undervalued right now making it one of the only two potentially undervalued stocks this month. Humana has a very low payout ratio of about 14%, and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 21.75%. Humana has been on the watches for the past 6 consecutive months, with a total return of 7.14%. That's a rather low 6-month return, and I'll be looking for better numbers from this healthcare stock in the future. Number 14 this month is MasterCard, with a half a percent dividend yield. 
The stock appears to be about 9% overvalued right now. It has a low payout ratio of about 24% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 20.11%. MasterCard has been on the watches for 11 of the last 12 months with a total return of 9.46%. The stock lost over 10% last month and overall hasn't been one of the better performing watches stocks. Number 15 this month is Texas Instruments with a 2.13% dividend yield. The third and final stock this month with a dividend yield above 2%. It appears to be about 10% overvalued right now. Texas Instruments has an OK payout ratio of 54% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 21.59%. The stock has been on the watch list for the last 7 consecutive months, with a total return of 16.51%. That's a solid 7-month return from this technology firm. We are halfway through the September list now and still haven't crossed and still haven't crossed even one of the 8 new stocks this month. Let's get on with the second half of the watch list. Number 16 this month is Tractor Supply, with a 1.07% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 18% overvalued right now. It has a good payout ratio of 24%, and also a good 5-year dividend growth rate of 14.57%. Tractor Supply has been on the watches for the last 7 consecutive months, with a total return of 38.21%. Now that's a solid 7-month return from this consumer discretionary stock. Number 17 this month is Tiro Price Group, with a 1.94% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 25% overvalued right now. It has a good payout ratio of 32% and an OK 5-year dividend growth rate of 11.6%. Tiro has been on the watches for 11 of the last 12 months, with a total return of 61.55%. That makes it the second best stock on the watches in terms of total return. Number 18 this month is Expeditors International of Washington, with a 0.92% dividend yield. Expeditors is one of the new stocks this month, returning to the watches after a 2-month break. It appears to be about 29% overvalued right now. It has a low payout ratio of 19% and a rather low 5-year dividend growth rate of 7.63%. Expeditors has been on the watches for a total of 5 months, with a total return of 42.08%. I'm glad to see it return, and hopefully we can see this strong return go higher. Number 19 this month is Intuit, with a 0.48% dividend yield. Intuit is another new stock this month, returning to the watches after missing the month of August. It appears to be about 30% overvalued right now. Intuit has a good payout ratio of 24% and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 14.87%. The stock has been on the watches for 11 of the last 12 months, with a total return of 54.38%. It has the third best total return on the watches, and I am happy to see it's back for more. Number 20 this month is West Pharmaceuticals, with a tiny dividend yield of 0.15%. They are another new stock making their return to the watches this month. The stock appears to be about 68% overvalued right now. It has a low payout ratio of 12% and a rather weak 5-year dividend growth rate of 7.63%. West Pharmaceuticals has been on the watches for 10 of the last 12 months, with a total return of 22.59%. That's a decent 10-month return. However, the stock had a better return during the last 2 months versus the 10 prior months. Of course they were not on the watches, so I unfortunately missed out on that impressive short run. But if you adopt a buy and hold strategy, you may have been able to capture those excellent gains. I'll talk more about a buy and hold approach during the performance review at the end. Number 21 this month is Nvidia with a tiny 0.07% dividend yield. They are the fourth new stock this month returning to the watchlist after a four month break. The stock appears to be about 76% overvalued right now. It has a super low payout ratio of 6% and an okay five year dividend growth rate of 10.13%. NVIDIA appeared on the watches for only one month and has a total return of 12.45%. 
It has continued to offer excellent returns since its first appearance, but only the buy-and-hold approach has benefited from those returns. Number 22 this month is Activision Blizzard with a 0.58% dividend yield. It appears to be about 3% overvalued, placing it in the fair value zone. Activision has a low payout ratio of 14%, and a good 5-year dividend growth rate of 12.26%. The stock has been on the watches for the last 4 consecutive months, with a total return of minus 9.66%. Definitely not the best start for this gaming company on the watches, but I think there may be a bright future ahead for them. Number 23 this month is Intercontinental Exchange, with a 1.11% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 3% overvalued, which puts them in the fair value zone. It has a good payout ratio of 25% and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 15.65%. ICE has been on the watches for the last 7 consecutive months, with a total return of 8.94%. Not the best 7-month return, but not the worst one either. Number 24 this month is Visa, with a 0.55% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 10% overvalued right now. It has a good payout ratio of 26% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 20.11%. Visa has been on the watches for all 12 months with a total return of 8.71%. Not the best 1-year return from this credit card giant. But I still like this stock very much, and I expect it'll do quite well in the long term. Number 25 this month is Roper Technologies with a 0.47% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 16% overvalued right now. It has a good payout ratio of 22% and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 15.44%. Roper has been on the watches for all 12 months with a total return of 13.72%. Not the best overall return, but the stock has offered some very strong individual months. Number 26 is Sherwin-Williams with a 0.72% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 19% overvalued right now. It has a good payout ratio of 25% and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 14.87%. Sherwin has been on the watches for the last 7 consecutive months, with a total return of 32.5%. That is a pretty impressive 7-month return for this paint giant. Number 27th this month is KLA Corporation, with a 1.23% dividend yield. They are one of the new stocks making its return to the watches this month. The stock appears to be about 39% overvalued right now. It has a good payout ratio of 27%, and a good 5-year dividend growth rate of 11.6%. KLA appeared just once on the watches during May 2021, and it has a total return of 0.78%. I look forward to seeing this company bring this total return higher in September. Number 28 this month is Monolithic Power Systems with a 0.48% dividend yield. They also are one of the new stocks returning to the watches this month. It appears to be about 40% overvalued right now. With a decent payout ratio of 53% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 20.43%, Monolithic Power has been on the watches for two of the last six months, with a total return of 2.99%. The stock has returned over 30% during the last two months, and unfortunately it was not on the watches during this time. But the buy and hold approach has benefited from these gains. Number 29 this month is Moody's, with a 0.65% dividend yield. They also are a returning stock this month. It appears to be about 40% overvalued right now. Moody's has a good payout ratio of 21% and a decent 5-year dividend growth rate of 10.49%. The stock has been on the watches for 6 of the last 12 months, with a total return of minus 0.43%. I'm looking for a solid gain in September to turn this overall total return positive. And finally, number 30 this month is Microsoft, with a dividend yield of 0.74%. Microsoft is another new stock that returns to the watches this month. It appears to be about 47% overvalued right now. 
with a solid payout ratio of 28% and a decent 5-year dividend growth rate of 9.52%. Microsoft has been on the watches for 10 of the last 12 months with a total return of 20.99%. A decent run from this tech giant. There you have it, the 30 best high-growth dividend stocks for September. Let's jump over to past performance now. As I stated in the beginning, the August watchers returned 1.52% last month, which is not a bad single-month return by no means. The 15 fairly-valued and undervalued stocks for August returned an even better 2.9% last month, VIG, the Vanguard Dividend Appreciation ETF, which is the benchmark I used for this watchers, returned 1.67% last month. So the watchers trailed our benchmark, but the fairly-valued and undervalued stocks beat the benchmark. SPY, the S&P 500 ETF, returned a very nice 2.98%, far outpacing the watchlist in VIG, and narrowly beating the fairly valued and undervalued stocks. Year-to-date, the fairly valued and undervalued stocks have the best total return of 24.32%. The watchlist is in a distant second place, with a total return of 21.69%. SPY is very close to catching up with the watchlist, with a total return of 21.4%. And VIG is pretty far behind, with a total return of 15.95%. Since inception, which was September 1st of 2020, the fairly valued and undervalued have the best total return of 32.76%. SPY is getting pretty close now with a total return of 31.23%. The watchlist is in third place with a total return of 29.33%. And VIG trails with a total return of 26.5%. It's nice to see that the watchlist is doing better than VIG. But I think beating SPY is going to be pretty difficult in the long term. Let's take a quick look at some of the best individual stock returns for August. Up first we have the Bank of New York Mellon, with a nice 7.58% gain. Goldman Sachs also tacked on a very nice 10.84% last month. JP Morgan Chase picked up a cool 5.38%. Lowe's returned 5.81%. Morgan Stanley picked up 8.8%. Northern Trust had a gain of 5.02%. Charles Schwab returned 7.47% for the month. Tiro Price gained 9.65%. And Tractor Supply had a return of 7.64%. Some of the bad performing stocks for the month were Applied Materials, which lost 3.26%, Humana, that shed 4.8%, Lamb Research fell 5.11%, MasterCard shed a horrible 10.29%, SSNC Technologies lost 3.28%, and Visa trimmed 6.89%. The best overall total returns on the watches are 71.23% from MSCI, 62.55% from T. Rowe Price. 54.38% from Intuit, 42.52% from Charles Schwab, 42.08% from Expeditors International of Washington, and 40.52% from Applied Materials. Nine stocks on the watches have a negative overall return, which is pretty bad, but considering we have had a total of 55 unique stocks appear on the watches thus far, nine negative returns isn't so bad. Before we wrap up here, let's take a look at how the buy and hold approach to the watchlist and the fairly valued and undervalued stocks would have worked out over the past year. In August, the buy and hold approach to the entire watchlist would have returned 2.49%. That is a much better return than the watchlist for August itself. The buy and hold approach to the fairly valued and undervalued stocks would have returned 1.65% last month. This time, the buy and hold approach underperformed the watchlist fairly valued and undervalued stocks. Sometimes the old watchlist stocks work to our favor and drive better returns. And sometimes they don't. On a year-to-date basis, the watchlist buy and hold portfolio has a total return of 24.19%. That is 3.5% better than the watchlist return itself. The year-to-date, fairly valued, undervalued buy and hold portfolio is up 21.42%. 
which is 2.9% worse than the fairly valued undervalued stock's return. Both mock buy and hold portfolios are doing much better this year than VIG. Since inception, the watch's buy and hold portfolio is up 31.87%. The fairly valued and undervalued buy and hold portfolio is up 30.47%, and VIG is up 26.5%. The case for a buy and hold investing approach isn't so evident in this watchless. But the returns are very close to the watchless returns. So the buy and hold approach isn't a bad one to consider here. The first full year for the watchless has been a pretty tremendous one. Having started this watchless exactly a year ago, I would have never guessed it would be up over 30% today. In 4 months time we will have our first full calendar year return. And I'm hoping the strong performance continues. Let me know which of the 30 stocks on this month's watchlist you like. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.